I'm Leon. I'm Tegan. And welcome to Good Time. Not a long time. A weekly podcast where myself and Tegan discuss everything that's going on around us and how inept we are at succeeding in the game known as life. We're going to break it down into three segments, so we're going to have a general chat to begin with. Then we're going to discuss something interesting that's going on around us in the world. And then we'll finish it up with some deep thoughts at the end. So without wasting any time, let's get straight into the podcast. Hey, hey. Tegan. Yeah. How has COVID been treating you? Um. How's it been? Do you know what? Honestly, I wasn't really sick. There's like, well, I wasn't sick. You wouldn't phone in ill if you had that any other time but then i still have no sense of smell like to the point i cannot smell kids shit at work Um, which is a bonus (laughs) to some degree it has its negatives and positives yeah hey hey i got i see what you did there oh yes hello but it's it's been fine and now i've only developed this cough that there's just no need (laughs) see (coughs) there's no need for at all in any world but it decides it has to come and like just get involved but it's gone yeah. now. Like I'm, I'm allowed out. I'm free. Again, I don't agree with the you know going back after ten days because is it really gone after ten days? Is it really like it, you're still coughing and stuff? You've not got your sense of smell back. Is it really gone? Yeah, but people can like lose you know. their sense of smell for like twelve months. It's post-viral syndrome. Yeah, because I mean, your sense of smell was like a really big issue throughout the week. Yep. To the point where you couldn't even taste like the simplest things properly. And I guess it's a yin and yang for the not being able to smell like kids poo. Because, you know, the positive is you You don't don't have to smell it. it. And the negative is... I can't smell it to get them changed as soon as possible. So, you know, there's there's a yin and yang. But I think you've had a longer break than you were initially planning on. Yeah. And I think you've enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed my time. I really did, honestly. Did you get a lot done? Mm Mm-mm. See, about that, no, because <laughs> yeah, I right. I just decided that it was my time to just watch Casualty on repeat, and I did that, and I oh, enjoyed okay. myself oh, yeah. a lot, and, I, and, and I've watched those scenes multiple times, and I am going to go back and watch them again later, because tonight's episode is going to be traumatic for me, so... Hey, hey. Well, it would be even more traumatic if you hadn't have accidentally read the spoilers for this oh, episode. I don't give a shit. I, I, if I would not have had the spoilers for this week, I would have been devastated. I would have been. I would have actually <laughs> been sobbing my heart. I need the spoilers. And I will read next week's spoilers later on tonight. Hopefully they put out no, a trailer for is, next week. That is the fun of it. That is the fun of not knowing the spoilers. Like You get absolutely devastated by the smallest thing Leon, or even have, the biggest thing. And we've it's great. had this discussion how many times... I don't like many many times because I I just I, it would I never don't be me. like drama I like I don't like a drama I say watching a drama but <laughs> I just yep. I can't the suspense I don't like it cliffhangers what is that about I hate it I oh. but then if you think about it if you read the spoilers then you're going to be left in suspense for the next spoilers yeah but that's different in it Do you know I don't know why right, it's just okay different to me. I want to like full fat exposure and address the fact that you have took casualty to a whole new level you've explored a different path this time you've rebranded yourself I'd mm-hmm. say right care to share <laughs> on, on Twitter are you about what are we on about it I'm I am confused what we're on about <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I right. mean, I was originally a Your casualty Twitter. stan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I said. A big fat casualty stan. And if you've actually go back and read my tweets from about four years ago, was a big fat fucking casualty stan. So some things just never change. Yeah, but you've you've now rebranded yourself on Twitter as basically a slick. stan account for casualty. Basically, and yeah. basically slick as well. But How's yeah. it spelled again? Basic L Y. <laughs> <laughs> 
I put a tweet okay. out addressing it. All right, it's fine. I just explained that I, 14-year-old me couldn't spell basically. I can now spell basically, but 14-year-old me couldn't, so I've reverted back to my old name. You know when your origin account? Yeah. Did you change it because it's spelt with A-L-Y, which is also another incorrect spelling <laughs> of basically... <laughs> Do you know, I think I made that a little bit later on and was trying to make it match and then couldn't remember right. and I couldn't be bothered looking. <laughs> oh, have I spelt my new Twitter name wrong? Wait, wait, I need to check this out. Have I spelt the new one wrong? Did I used to put an A in it? I think so, because on your origin, it was A-L-Y, which again is incorrect, but... No, I didn't, no, I didn't, so it's wrong on origin. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, the dyslexia jumped out that day. So you've got basically slick spelt wrong on origin. You've got basically slick spelt wrong. This time purposefully. Nobody can see this, but I am using like quotation marks with my hands. Purposely spelt incorrect. I'm sorry, you, you search my Twitter. you search my Twitter name and I am depressed. <laughs> it's just we did that poll the other day in the casualty stand Twitter, and it's just yeah. it's just all my tweets of that. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm an icon. I don't even care what you say. That is fucking brilliant. You were getting fully involved within the community to the point where, you know, it was the day before work or the night before work, should I say, and you were up until two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and I was absolutely raging. This is to any casualty fan listening, you finna tell me Jacob Master deserved 11th in that poll because I big fat disagree. Big fat disagree. I will fight anyway. That man deserves the world. Are you demanding a revo? Are you demanding well, a recount? No, because I don't know. Because honestly, other than that, and oh, actually, actually, a few like Rita being twelve. Now that was that's a bit high in my opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> Grace being eighth when she's not even an actual permanent member of the club, like of the it's not a club of the show. She's just a reoccurring <laughs> yep. actress. Eighth with one thousand three hundred and eighty-four votes. Iconic. Thank you very much. Isn't Grace like? It's Connie's younger, daughter. though. Yeah, same. She's a year younger than us in real life. It would still be a bit weird to, like, put a high on the rankings because when you did see her, she was a child. I am sorry. The little girl that turned around to a mum and went, I want to be a doctor, not a tea lady, when she <laughs> told me what's happened by the receptionist. That is iconic. That deserves easily first, if in my opinion, but eighth, yes. How are you finna gonna say that? It was a ranking about looks, wasn't it? No. Best casualty character. Oh oh right okay right yeah right i get it now i thought it was like uh, a ranking no. based on looks so <laughs> no. i thought it, it would be a bit weird to put grace higher but i just want to say the top three is the sexiest top three i have seen on these ranking videos dylan but it's not jacob is it right no but that's i didn't expect him to get top three to be fair dylan who oh, okay. is icon i i love that man even though i don't i don't know there's something about him i love him faith mm. who is a new nurse who has been in the show less than a year got second with twenty one thousand eight hundred and eighty nine votes oh popular and we were all all the like connie beach and fans were like this is going to be close this like that we were shitting it and then <laughs> becky who did the poll was like you're not going to be happy but oh. but it was it was connie first with thirty one thousand one hundred and twenty two and queen deserves it a lot of people have voted there well no in theory you could vote more than once <laughs> Right, so the day before the poll came out, like Becky tweeted out being like Faith Faith fans, like you need to step up. And then um <laughs> they managed to get like I think they were on like one thousand and something and she was in six or something, and then they managed to get to twenty one thousand. My word. Okay, there's a bit of a flaw in the system there. Twenty thousand votes in twenty four hours. <laughs> 
Talk about dedication, though. Yeah, and we were all sat. We, we all waited two hours for these results, right? And like, someone was just like, "We are all mentally ill. <laughs> this is not acceptable." <laughs> what would happen if that was the way you know the UK voted? Do you think the Northern Independence Party might have a chance? I do, honestly, because I'd sit there all day. I wouldn't do anything else. I'd get RSI, my fingers refoting. You know, what? I am tempted to join the Northern Independence Party just for the bants. Uh, do you know what? Honestly, me too. It's memberships. What five pounds a month? <laughs> Oh, you see, I don't know if pay monthly, now that's a joke. Well, you if you're joining a party, you have to. But honestly, the Northern Independence Party, I'm here for Pumbella. I'm here for Northern Independence. I know, honestly. I have been playing Sims this week. Uh, I think I mentioned it last week. I don't think I actually kept the audio in the podcast. But basically last week I was planning on like starting Sims. And I played it this week and I've got a bit too attached. I think this is going to be regular occurrence now when I'm playing games and I get a bit too attached. Although I still want to revisit Pokemon. That's something that I do want to revisit. I've not given up on that yet. Still love it. Want to go back to it. But I've been playing Sims and it has been a journey. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've been watching all of the old Plumbella videos. I've been watching all of like the little, little Simsy videos like reliving my childhood well not my childhood my like high school years by watching like all of these videos and then i've actually been playing the game myself i've actually created for once like a little description for my family do you know what i never do that and i I, did it once. I never do either right but i saw it and i was like i think i actually need to write something for yeah. once well what i was gonna say the one time i did it i had a massive plot like you have <laughs> do you see what i mean like you know what's annoying, right? I try to do, like, an entire, like, storyline, but it limits the amount of words that you can use. Like, what on earth is going on there? So I had to I had to tone it down and just, like, generalise it just to the family in general. Like, I wanted to go in-depth with my sim. I wanted to go in-depth with, like, who my daughters were going to be, where they would go, <laughs> where Lydia would go, who is my wife in The Sims. <laughs> Stan Lydia because for I clear wanna... skin. I am one of those... <laughs> I am one of those people who creates themselves within The Sims and just live vicariously through them because, I mean, why not? I want to use Sims to escape the real world, okay? I'm going to give myself these luxuries. But anyway, this is the description that I've used for my family. Uh, I'm going to replace my actual last name with, I don't know, Schmidt. (laughs) Just so I don't dox myself and just so people don't find me on Tinternet, you know? okay. Don't say Tinternet on the internet. That's so embarrassing. Get out. What's wrong with Tinternet? everything it's just the internet leon calm down love i don't think so you know what i think that's just it's bullying anyway so if there's one thing the schmitz are good at it's working hard from humble beginnings their incredible work ethic has catapulted them up the social ladder and into some of the most prestigious roles within society whether it's from being the national leader or even a global superstar the schmitz have become a popular household name Will they be able to maintain their status or is it time for someone to bring the name back to its roots and restart from fresh? So basically, from that, you might think I'm a little bit big headed. Uh, (laughs) But when I play The Sims, I always focus on the careers. I make sure that I get my Sims to level 10 in whatever career they've chosen as quickly as possible. That's me. That's just how I play the game. So I play it a bit boringly than everybody else. Everybody else might have a bit of fun, like, you know, yourself and Jensen, where they have like dramas and you know, things like that, and loads of things are going on. But I don't necessarily do that that much. I always focus on, like, creating a perfect life with the perfect family and, you know, having, like, the perfect career, earning, like, lots of money. And essentially, I go through the stage of starting off in a small house to then reaching 
the biggest mansion in the game that you can afford. Like that's that's the progression that I go down. But with it, with like bringing it back to its roots and things like that, I've actually created a storyline for once for my characters. So instead of having like a mundane, oh, we'll just go through knife, knife, we'll just go through life normally. I've created like a little bit of a backstory for the children that my sim is going to have. So my sim is going to have two children. One of them is going to be very academic. You know, this is the first child that they've had. They're going to be very academic. They're going to like strive for good things. They're going to be like a whiz kid. And they're going to, I don't know, go to university, study like a law degree or something. And they're going to earn like a crap ton of money. And the reason why I've done that is so I can fund (laughs) the other child's adventure that I'm going to have. Um, So the other child, I really want to explore the magic pack in the Sims a lot more. So what I've done is I've created a storyline where the my sim's wife is actually like a witch. She's a spellcaster, but she's decided to live life normally. However, the second kid that comes along discovers his or her mum's like magical past and they explore that by visiting Glimmerbrook and then becoming like a wizard or witch themselves and we're just gonna roll with that and that's my plan see I loved it when I did my storyline um I had the basement uh basement or drugs mod oh and yeah my I remember dad that. was like absolutely a big fat druggie and then <laughs> basically I moved him out I was like right this is time now for her and the kid to just live the best life but because I also mm. had MC command center his life carried on and he married a man <laughs> was like also living with this woman who he had a child with and i was like this is so much drama for this poor child no longer on drugs though poor thing did you use the mc command center to make him pay child support i don't think i did make him pay child support i think i was a bit like girl i don't need your broke ass money i've been to uni i can fund (laughs) this child and myself he he well the additional child support would have been like beneficial yeah, but it's a little bit cheaty, that, isn't it? I love how in-depth we're going with a game. Oh, yeah, this, uh, this, that's the fun of it. It is. You know what, right? For anybody who hasn't played The Sims, I just highly recommend it. It's addictive. It's nice. It's a nice getaway from everything. You know, if you're having a crap life, just live vicariously through your Sims. <laughs> Me. And enjoy it that way. And also with the MC Command Center mod, oh, it, it keeps that MP progression, like to the max i've actually had to go into the mc command center and tweak it to stop families from having so many children <laughs> like i've had to limit the amount of children that they can have because now my world is just overrun with children <laughs> which you know there's benefits to that but then again when my adult sim or young adult sim is trying to find a partner and the majority of the population are children it's quite difficult i was gonna make a joke there, but that's but just I'm not, I'm not. that's just it yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think I could I could probably tell the type of joke you're going to make, but anyway, I think it's now time to move on to in what world? In this world. In this segment, we discuss something interesting that's going on around us in the world, and this week, scientists have solved the mystery of why wombats have cube-shaped poo. <laughs> what a science is! Many great discoveries, everybody. We're in a global pandemic. And we have scientists dedicated to the study of cubed shape poo. I really do just believe being a scientist is just fucking around for a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> who, who decided? Do you know what I want to know? Why they have cube shaped poo? Like, nobody cares. Nobody, like, that's I just mean, what they do. I let, guess. It's let quite the wombats live. Is it? You're interested I, by that. Well, I wouldn't say interested. I'd say it would be a waste of time to, like, study it, but. Well, they didn't think so. My taxes go on that. <laughs> It's coming out of the taxpayers' money, and instead of going to the COVID vaccine, where's it going to? That Wombat was the most. Poo. That was the most notorious thing I think I've said. I'm sorry. <laughs> T- 
see, your Tory roots just, they're seeping it. through. Tory roots? Do you want to calm down? Yeah, Tory. <laughs> I mean, like, Whoa. you're in a Tory. You're in a Tory. The world inside your head, living in a castle, okay, you know, fair. getting friendly with Tory Tom Nook, might I add. Don't bring that up. I've got no debt to at the minute. Well, that's the thing, because, you know, you've been, you've been on the good side of Tory Tom Nook. That's why. I have, yeah. How about the other people? How about the other taxpayers on your island, Tegan? How do they feel? All right, back to, back to the poo. Back to the poo. Back to the poo. Right, back... <laughs> As a sentence, I didn't think I'd hear this week. But the original speculation was that wombats had, like, square-shaped bottoms. <laughs> Anuses. Stop it. Um, I hate this. Which, so that where when they had a poo, it would come out that way. Which is completely bizarre because, like, for a theory to run that long and for them to not actually check. Well, they have now. It's not groundbreaking stuff, to be honest. It might be for people who are interested in animals, but we've got other concerns going on this year. <laughs> really? Um, I didn't know. So a team of researchers in Australia tested the, is it tensile, tensile, I don't know, strings of the intestine. And they found out that the intestines had like different muscles. I was going to say texture. That's not the word. Well, what is the word, Do you know Leon? what I mean? No. <laughs> oh. You're talking to this dickhead here. I, don't, I have no clue. Not anything. In the intestines, basically, there's four stiff and four flexible regions, which means that it would be able to turn the poo square-shaped before it left the animal. That's what I've gathered from that anyway. And the reason why scientists think that wombats do this or have this feature is because with their strong sense of smell, they believe that wombats communicate through their feces. So by creating it in a square shape it has a lower chance of like rolling away and that's that's why wombats have square shaped poo so if you didn't know that before now you do you're welcome everybody we're here for variety content on the good time not a long time podcast oh wow that's do you know what i'll sleep so much why did it who what who was that invested in wombat shit (laughs) who actually thought yeah this is what I need to know. I'll count some some Australian researchers, some zoologists. I guess they need a job too. I think there's better things that they could be researching. I don't think researching that could they not was just necessary. Like, I mean, it might make for good book updates in the future, but for the time being, they could be dedicating their scientific research to probably something better. Wow! So you're you're gonna sit here and tell me we have found out why wombats shit squares, yeah, but not a cure for cancer. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and you're going to tell me that pharmaceutical yeah. companies haven't found a cure for that and they're not just saying they've not found a cure so they can keep getting money? Is this, is this, are we actually going to have this discussion right now? Yeah, we are. What the fuck is that? Oh, wow. <laughs> Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Imagine going through so many years of university to then end up researching wombat this. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're like a wombat specialist, maybe you'd be inclined to do that. But then again... I bet David Attenborough's absolutely having a fucking dance after finding this out. <laughs> hey, do not diss David Attenborough. He's a national treasure. Says who? Says everybody. Says not everybody. Me. And you know what? I might have to I might have to censor this because... Do you know what I've got to say about David We are going to be attacked. No, all right. I'll say this now. I think he's a lovely guy. He's a cute old man. Not Nothing against him. But he is going to sit there 
sit there and tell me about pollution and global warming when man flies to countries here, there and everywhere creating fumes just to go and record a penguin. (laughs) Where is that acceptable? Don't tell me, Mr. Old Man Attenborough, there's a problem... (laughs) I can't, I cannot <laughs> then, believe you're attacking probably one of the most treasured men on the globe. It just annoys me a little bit because there's a bit of double standards there from him. That's all. Well, I I love David Attenborough. Tegan's visions on David Attenborough are not reflective on the Good Time <laughs> Not a Long Time podcast views. And I do like him. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't lecture me on things that you're not copying yourself. Moving on from that, in other news. <laughs> Feels like get away, get away, get away. Uh, I mean, the last thing I'd want is for your casualty stan account to be spammed with people attacking you about David Attenborough. I couldn't care less, do what you like. Maybe I do want that. Maybe I will (laughs) keep this in. Who knows? Bitch. But anyway, in other news, something a bit more lighthearted, something a bit more, you know, relevant, I guess, if you could call it that. So a crochet artist turns viral Bernie Sanders image into a doll that sells for $20,000. Yes, I have seen it. Bernie Sanders in the knitting crochet community cross stitch as well has gone wild obviously because of the mittens which can i just add weren't actually hand knitted but anyway we'll get past that (laughs) like literally two days after what's it called the inauguration is that right yep that's that's the name yep right well i didn't know if i was pronouncing it right after that like people were coming out with patterns to make these mittens like two days i love that like honestly his power and it deserves it it's well cute i wanted one I wanted it. Like, talk about the dedication. Yeah. (laughs) So Sanders has said that the merchandise featuring the image of him, like being memed or whatever, has actually raised $2 million for charities, including Meals on Wheels, which brings food to isolated older people. Now... I love that. I love this man. And I love this generation because... I mean, it wouldn't have been possible if this generation hasn't hadn't have turned such a simple image into such an iconic meme. It's so good. I'm sorry. Like it's at the point where like it's kind of starting to phase out now. But like the like those few days after that image came out, I'd look at a picture and I'd be like, "Where the fuck is it? Where is it? I know he's going to be in this picture. Like where?" Uh, there, there was one that I saw. Like somebody turned him into a caterpillar. Uh, just... which is quite freaky to look at what, one of my favourite ones was could this not have been done all on a Zoom call everybody oh, he just <laughs> all like, of it my favourite one was like yeah I think I'm going to drop by Joe's thing at 2pm maybe I'm not sure though <laughs> <laughs> It's just, oh, this, his sitting position, I, just, I love it. I don't know what was going through his head then. He, he was probably done with it, but... I just love that man. I, I, I love the image. So the woman called Toby King spent over seven hours creating, like, this crochet of Bernie Sanders, and she put it up for eBay, and unbeknownst to her, it then, like, shot up in popularity. People were putting bids, like, left, right, and centre, and she eventually was able to sell it for £20,000. And, you know, instead of taking the money for herself... She ended up giving the money to charity instead. Oh, that is so cute. Oh, she didn't even keep yeah. a bit of it. I'd have at least kept... Oh, sorry, that's me. Just like, I'm taking from I'm taking from charities. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like... <laughs> like, the, the, like the material costs and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, especially if I'm hearing about your wool business. Or your... Not your wool business. Your wool hobby yep. it's very expensive it is very indeed. expensive and she didn't even she didn't even keep anything which is nice and i think that's reflective on the differences between me and that person because i would have kept all of the profits to myself <laughs> leon's Tory. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not saying that you know i would prevent charities from getting it it's just that i mean let's be honest everybody if you sold something for twenty thousand pounds you'd keep it mm, maybe. i'm not the only one in thinking that maybe um, depends 
may- maybe, just maybe. <laughs> it's mental illness, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I've not heard that in so long. I actually heard it from a Plumbella video that I watched yesterday. So that's how I was refreshed with it. Love it. Oh, I love the woman. Plumbella, if you're listening. You're an icon, sweetie. Keep on going. Ignore the Twitter haters. And please join the podcast. Uh, true this. Anyway, true, true, true. I think it's now time to move on to... Deep it. In this section, it is basically a deep thought I have come up with throughout the week or I have found on the internet that is going to send me into an existential crisis and just kind mm. of blow my mind. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Every week that, that, that changes. That, that, Every was a, that was a, yeah, that was a new one this week. I know, and I liked it. I prefer, Ooh. Instead of existential crisis, it was blow my mind. Ooh. I said both. Oh, you did? <laughs> Get me out. Well, switch it up. Switch it up. Get me out of here. I'm done. Right. I'm done for today. This one, actually, I think if this happened, you would need that on video. Like, it, it would go mental. Okay? So. Right. There is a very small but not impossible chance of shuffling a deck of cards and then ending up in exactly the order you bought them. What? Well, like, it's not impossible. Like, you could just have, like, you know, the, the order you buy your deck of cards and you could shuffle your cards yeah. and then end up in that order. It's not impossible. It's very, it's, like, very difficult, but it's not impossible. You'd have more chance of winning the lottery a bit. Yeah, but still, it's possible. <laughs> and, like, imagine that happening. You'd be like... That is just madness. To be you fair, would, you I, um, it happened. I am a crap shuffler. Right, and the reason why I'm a crap shuffler is because when I get a new board game or when I get like new cards or whatever, I don't really want to dent the cards that much. But, I you know, agree. You see all these shufflers, they're like bending the cards a lot. They're doing like all these fancy tricks. That is and my exact try... problem with my tarot cards. I don't want to ruin them. Yeah, I don't want to shuffle them like that and potentially like, bend them and break them. It's exactly. not a chance. So that's probably why I'm terrible at shuffling. But I'm also terrible to the extent where I'll shuffle them. So for example, in a game of Cluedo, what you have to do is you have to like remove an item, you have to remove a room, and you have to remove character, and then you shuffle the rest of the cards. It gets to the point where I shuffle those cards, and then when I give out the cards to everybody, like I've shuffled it so much, I give the cards out to everybody, one person's got like all of the weapons, or one person's got like all the room or one person's got all the characters it's just i'm so bad at shuffling those things happen and i try so hard but i failed so badly i'm like that though people get given the exact same cards that i already had and i'm like oh how did that happen (laughs) (laughs) oh it's just card shuffling it's It's one of the worst aspects of playing any game i hate it what's your favorite card game cards against humanity no what the the fuck are you on about i meant like with the number cards (laughs) oh Cards against humanity. <laughs> yeah, me too, bitch. But that's not what I want to <laughs> Right. Okay. What do you mean with like the um, like the like, king of spades yes, and things yes. like those cards? Right. Uh, solitaire. No, solitaire. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that. You've never played solitaire. No. Aren't you telling me you got through your childhood without playing solitaire on Windows XP? I don't understand it. Anyway, um, mine is either I would say twenty one. However, I have had a very traumatic experience with that game because I, me and Hannah on holiday decided to do shots. Whoever lost, and I was shit at it, and I had to do about seven <laughs> shots and of straight vodka was not a good idea the next day i woke up and i was very poorly so um yeah not 21 yeah. but um if it's not 21 blackjack if it's not 21 you're 22 Woo-hoo. can we all have a, can we all have a moment of silence in the chat <laughs> f's in the chat everyone f's in the chat 
Oh, I am Jack. not sorry. I am not sorry. Blackjack's a good game. You know, I've not actually played any like proper card games properly. Uh, I think like we played, <laughs> we played poker in year eight in history class. No, it was it. towards the end of the year. My history teacher was like, you know, let's play poker, and we're like, yeah, sure, why not? So we played poker. Completely forgot the rules because that was years ago. But I've not actually played any proper thing. Isn't blackjack supposed to be like Uno? Or a something? little bit, I get. I don't know. I've not played it in so long now, you know. But like my stepdad, um, he he's one who plays it. He doesn't gamble, but <laughs> he sells poker mm. chips. So he's very well known with gambling games and yeah no yeah i yeah. just i guess so how does it actually certain cards mean certain things yeah, yeah yeah it is yeah like you can put a two down and that means that like you have to pick up two but you can put another two down. It, it basically is yeah yeah but for me you know uno's just it's it's more fun uno this is coming from the person who has never played blackjack <laughs> no, blackjack's fun it goes on for so long yeah but would going on for so long be fun no it is like it the, is the fun about uno is just playing it for a little bit and then like pumping out loads no, of games out of it no it's fun because it's like it get you get so invested i can't explain it's just a good game trust me someone did bring oh those cards to play blackjack when we went on to you know nts but instead, we were playing the fun employees that you left instead. No one likes that game, you know. I'm absolutely devastated about it. No one enjoys it, and I think it's a fun I love it. I love, I love fun, fun employed. employed. Yeah, and no one ever wants to play it because we're like, oh, I can't act. Well, grow up and learn. I think it's so good how you can get to, like, you have to, you basically, you get, like, three qualifications or, like, personality traits. Yes. Then someone's at the interviewer. And you have to sell yourself using those traits, like how that trait helps you get that job. And it's so yeah. good. Like, it's it so is. good. But when we played it, the people in our, like, party, they were saying, oh, it's quite confusing, or, you know, they don't get it, and things like that. And it's, there's nothing else no, to get. No, the first night we played it, the first time, it was me, you, Freya, and Jensen. And, like, you and Freya got so... We all got so into it. You were all doing Australian accents. It was so good. I think we should just get the original, like, OG crew together and just like pump out fun employed i cannot wait for the day like you know lockdown is eased and we can all see each other again because we need to do another games night and this time uh george is joining this is true yeah this time so we'll get fun employed yeah. out for george just get all the games out all of the Honestly, games that we've missed let's for, go like probably nearly it'll two start years at two in the afternoon and it'll go till four in the morning let's go <laughs> no monopoly though <laughs> You're just still salty about the fact that I absolutely smashed it at Monopoly. I couldn't care. And you were you were playing it incorrectly. Shut the fuck up. But let's not get into it. I'm not like, doing I it now. The, I had the instructions. It's near the end. It's okay, near right, the end. Let's not do it. Usually when I come to the games like I come at around like five or six o'clock. This next time when it happens, I will be there <laughs> early. <laughs> First thing, <laughs> hey! There's, there's, there is absolutely no way we're going to be able to cram in almost two years worth of games night into just a couple of hours so true i'm gonna be there early we're, we're gonna bring out all the games all the classics bring back the nostalgia take Freya out of university don't care what <laughs> the girl says pull her out of there get jensen in whatever he's doing convince <laughs> him with some vodka or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> don't make him out to be like Just lure him out of his house. Come on, Jensen. Lure him out of his house. Jensen, <laughs> vodka. It'll be iconic. You know, get some kebabs in, some chips, which were labelled as large, but ended up being like more weight than me. <laughs> Just get all of it back. Bring George down. 
Get everybody involved. Oh, smash out games like. Scenes. Oh, I'm excited. Bring pandemic for bants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the board. Get the board. <laughs> for anybody who hasn't been listening to the podcast, uh, we did mention the board game pandemic uh, in a previous podcast. That's what I mean by bring pandemic. Honestly. I don't mean bring the pandemic with us. I mean yeah. Bring Let's the board not get cancelled today. Yeah, we're not going to get cancelled. Saying that, you have slagged off. David Attenborough. Um, yeah, this is true. I'm not slagging him off. I'm just saying. You did, though. You did, though. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever noticed when he's talking, when you watch him, you can see his head. His head kind of like moves round, like clockwise. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just an iconic thing of David Attenborough. Like when he speaks, he will break a neck. <laughs> Do you know what? Like so I will today, say, I, yeah. I will be. I, I will admit, I could be wrong, but I just, I'm just saying, he's talking about global warming as if flying here, there, and everywhere isn't an issue that causes that. And he showed us that Blue Planet. Do you want us to do a Greta Thunberg and like go on yeah. a boat? Well, yeah, at least she tried to do it like the most environmentally friendly way possible. The man doesn't have any time. He's he, he's going to be dead. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing and I'm not laughing because he's going to be dead. <laughs> I'm just laughing because the way you just said that. It's going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's fine. And I'm not slagging the man off and I'd be nice to the man. I'm just saying, practice what you preach. I love David Asper. You know what? I would love to have tea with David Asper. Just yeah, sit I'm there. Yeah, I'm not and saying I wouldn't either. I wouldn't even say anything. I'd just sit there and listen. Yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to have tea with David Attenborough either. All I'm saying is, don't go on Glastonbury stage preaching about plastic pollution and global warming when your show literally goes here, there, and everywhere on a fucking plane. And also, can we stop? Can I just say this now? And this is nothing against Attenborough. Can we stop? And I mean stop filming animals in the natural habitat like i'm sick of it let them live it's it's good entertainment i couldn't give a shit what an animal do you know one of them they actually strapped a camera onto a penguin while it went for a swim now i am sorry that is interfering leave the penguin alone yeah right okay those things i get but sometimes i just want to see the natural world and i want to see because it's so educational do you know what i don't get it because i don't watch it i don't i don't watch them <laughs> right well i remember when blue planet t- not blue planet what was the thing called blue planet was it blue planet yeah two? blue planet two yeah right, it was. yeah it was that okay i don't watch it even i know I, that i remember watching that and just you know find it that actually helped me a lot i think it was the second episode that helped me a lot with my geography gcse because it was talking about the rainforests and one of my exams was on rainforests and you know we got a lot of points on there it was great but i remember watching blue planet too and i absolutely loved it because just the world works in mysterious ways and the amount of species on the planet as well is insane well that's really interesting i'm really happy for you well done to your geography exam yeah thank you <laughs> thanks david <laughs> geography exam went. thanks for preaching to me about plastic pollution and then and global warming and then just go do whatever the fuck you want thanks thanks hon thanks but it's okay because you got a video of a penguin cute right well anyway <laughs> i think we should wrap it up for this week before we get cancelled i'm so um, funny i love myself 
Edison me is going to have a very enjoyable time. Good. Nice. <laughs> so if you want to follow the podcast, you can do at GTNALT podcast on Twitter. And where can they find you, Tegan, since you've rebranded yourself? I'm scrapping Instagram because I know I post it anyway. But on Twitter, you can find me at basic ly slick. Thank you. If you want to be spammed with casualty shy, follow me. If you don't, just follow the podcast and I've done with. I've been active recently on there. You have. And by recently, before the podcast started, slagging me off. Yep. <laughs> hey, hey. Which, you know, it's pretty standard. You know, what I do want to bring up is the fact that when you tweet me something and then I disagree with it, you will then bring the <laughs> podcast Twitter into it to retweet it and go, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and to me, I think... I think that move is just too powerful. <laughs> Don't have me in control of the Twitter then. <laughs> what? Well. Oh my god, I just thought it was so good. I'm dying. <laughs> I can't wait. I am big fat. I'm going to go and tweet out on the podcast. Twitter. David Attenborough, answer me this. And ex- call him out. I'll call him out. I don't care. No, <laughs> I've no, got that power. Don't. Don't. No. <laughs> oh my god, he's getting involved. <laughs> no, we can't. I'm joking, I'm not going to. Right, when you say this, you say this, you might actually... Wait till 10 o'clock tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. But if you also want to follow me, you can do at Bogus Plague on Twitter. But yeah, that was a podcast this week. We hope you all enjoyed it and we will see you all next week. Or not if we get cancelled. Peace out, bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. I think that's a sign to stop. <laughs> I think that's your body saying, right, Tegan, we've taken it too far.